This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. The TalkSport Fan Network is proudly supported by McDelivery, bringing you the food you love. McDelivery brings a top-tier lineup of food right to your door. No matter the results, you'll always be winning with McDelivery. Order now on the McDonald's app and you'll get rewards points delivered too. So that ordering today means some tasty rewards for tomorrow. Only via app at participating restaurants. 18 plus rewards registration required. Points only on menu items, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. Positives. We didn't lose. We didn't concede. Negatives. It's another game without a win. The Stags draw 0-0 at Cheltenham this afternoon. A clean sheet and a point away from home is always good. But in the grand scheme of things, when you haven't won all season, is it an acceptable result? And does it ramp up the pressure on Tuesday night's game at home to struggling Barrow? Let us know your thoughts in the comments this is the cooldown post-match reaction show? Cheltenham Town nil, Mansfield Town nil. Welcome to the Mansfield Matters podcast, the show for the fans, by the fans. Why? Well, because Mansfield matters. And today, it's a clean sheet and a point which matters at Cheltenham away for the Stags. Graham Cochran, though, is still searching for his first win of the season as Mansfield Town manager. Alongside me, albeit virtually, we've got Mr. Cam Felton and Mr. Nathan Edge. Good evening, gentlemen. How are we all? Are we well? Good evening. Uh, Feeling a little bit better. Excellent, excellent. Uh, on screen, it may, I don't know whether this this may come up or not, it may appear like Nathan is frozen. We're having some uh, Skype issues tonight, but he is there and you can hear him. So that's uh, that's all that you need to know. Maybe he's frozen uh, like our win percentage, uh, our, our win column. Uh, 
in uh, in the league, of course. Um, as always, have your say on your team. We've got uh, lots coming in already, so I'll go to a few of them before I get uh, your guys' uh, uh, views from Nathan and Cam as well. Let's start the timer tonight as we... Uh, Look back on today's goalless draw as well. 30 minutes to chat uh, about that uh, point. We're up and running. And Clive has kicked us off this season saying, we're going to have to change our name to Mansfield Town Nil. Uh, Gary says, defensively much better. No goals conceded. A good point moving in the right direction. Um, David says, history made. No win in eight games. Uh, Stephen says, not scored again. Goals win games. Stags don't. Come on, you stags. Um, Mark says, eight games played and still no win uh, in the league not good enough Wayne says much better performance but still can't see where the next goal is coming from just not happening in the final third Glenn says uh, better performance overall would say Maynard or Reed Tuesday for Maris uh, Chris says cook up front Jimmy Knowles and Sinclair just behind I'm sorry uh, but low to mid table is all we are going to get with this manager one problem with that though Chris of course Jimmy Knowles on loan at Notts County um, Paul says um, five points out of eight games not good enough Danny says, so what's the record for draws in a season? Um, and we'll come to some more comments as well as they are absolutely pouring in. First and foremost, I'm going to come to you, Cam. Um, obviously, no winning eight. A uh, bit of a poor record. But if you put in this game in isolation, it's much, much improved from uh, uh, from, from Tuesday night. Yeah, it is. And, and there were multiple chances for us to actually go on and win the game. There were uh, uh, moments where you just think, just put your foot through it and Faz Rawson at the end. Got to feel sorry for him because of all the people for it to fall to, it falls to him and the game dead and buried if he sticks it in the back of the net. Unlucky. Uh, Other than that, much improved defensively. Fantastic. Marek Steck actually had a decent game for once. Some good saves. Just all-round good performance. The only thing lacking now is actually getting the ball in the back of the net. Absolutely. Maybe it's my internet connection or Nathan's internet connection, but he did sort of blink into life then for a second. So I will test out whether he's uh, still there. Uh, Nathan, what did you make of it? Uh, what did you make of it this eve- uh, this afternoon? You know, if he gives me no answer now, I'm going to absolutely rinse him later. What did you make of it, Nathan? Do it on purpose, any cam. I can see from your face. <laughs> he's getting the dad jokes in early. Yeah. Well- oh, God. I should have known that was coming, shouldn't I? Um, yeah, I mean, um, it, 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 in isolation, you'd say uh, a draw away at uh, Cheltenham is a, is a good draw. Uh, you know, we, most importantly, the performance were much better. Certainly, the first half, I'd probably say it's probably one of our better performances so far this season. Uh, the only difference was we just you know lacking the quality in the final third, which you know you're probably going to get when you do set up as kind of a three-six-one sort of formation. So you're not gonna offered um you know you're not going to expect lots of goals um because we were so quite defensively however we did still press pretty well we still did go forward well it was just that little bit of um you know quality that final delivery and the sort of um you know cook played well but we just didn't have that fox in the box i guess to get on any of those crosses that did come in so um in isolation it was good, a good point and a good performance uh, overall throughout the whole game, really. Um, in the grand scheme of the season, probably not good enough because we're still without a win, which is uh, 
pretty dire after eight games. I'm going to come back to a few more of uh, your comments now. I've sort of changed it around a little bit. I've gone for whoever speaking comes upon the screen. So we did see Nathan uh, for a second, and I'm going to come, come back to a few more of your uh, few more of your comments. Keep them coming in. Uh, Clive says he'd settle for a mid-table finish this year. Jamie says it's a massive game on Tuesday, but I can't see where a win is coming from. Their keeper didn't have a save to make all game. I'm sorry to say it's rubbish. Let's come to that cam. Uh, obviously. Uh, Big comment made by Jamie there, and he's absolutely right. He's hit the nail on the head. He's hit the nail on the head, hasn't he? You know, Tuesday night will be our ninth game of the season. If we fail to win Tuesday, then surely uh, we've got to look at um, uh, look at a change somewhere uh, somewhere in 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 the managerial stakes. Well, you'd have thought so. Be. It just feels like the later, later we leave it, we're just going to miss out on our like our first choice of manager that we that, that's available, and it's just it's that time of the season now. What eight games in, managers are going to start getting, start leaving, start getting sacked, poor form, whatever. Um, so if we leave it for too long, it just feels like we're just settling from lower mid table. At least if we made a change, then we might actually still be able to make something of the season we've still got such a long way to go and bite the bullet make the change now and it could actually pull uh work out for us if we don't his draw is going to be enough to save us and it's and it's a a very big no absolutely keep your comments uh coming in roy says we've lost the last three years there so that's a good point much much better but the good chances we missed ah Absolutely screaming. Uh, Mark says, another de- another draw. I'm sure that can't have been the Radford's remit at the start of the season. How much longer will he be allowed to go on? Um, uh, Clive says, congratulations on the news, Nathan. We'll, uh, if anyone's missed that, we'll talk about that uh, all at the uh, at the end. Um, a few other people saying, uh, congratulations, congratulations, Nathan. If it's a boy, will he be called Jordan or Bowery? Um, I think I, I personally think he'll be called, uh, be called Craig Shirley after... After this podcast now. <laughs> Sorry, no. Oh, I thought we were friends. Uh, moving swiftly on. Uh, let's go back to the let's go back to the game. Um Joe asks, why not play Cook and Maynard? Let's have a look at that, Nath. Obviously, uh, today, as you mentioned, or as Cam mentioned, one of you mentioned, um, essentially played six across midfield, although I don't believe that for a second. I think today's formation, looking at it a little bit differently today, we managed to saw a bit of a wider camera angle, which was great, was more of a Christmas tree, 3-4-2-1, with sort of uh, Charles Lee and uh, and Maris in behind Cook, who did really, really well, actually, in, in some respects to... Uh, to pick up loose balls in that final third and get us driving. I thought Cook was uh, good value up alongside them. Uh, but a valid question, you know, when, when you go to a place like that, when you've got a few, um, when you're trying to, you know, get your first win in the season and, and go against a, an attacking attacking side, you, you perhaps need to counteract that, Nath, by playing uh, two up top and giving Andy Cook some support. Because let's credit him, he did what Andy Cook does, played really, really well, but he just felt with a little bit more support up, up top alongside him we may have sort of uh, had a few more opportunities this afternoon yeah I'd agree I mean um, I kind of understand why we've gone sort of for the formation we have for the last few games we have been crying out for a change to uh, try and solidify ourselves a little bit and um, you know get our turn ourselves up and start us from shipping the goals which I think we've uh, you know started doing better at um, but you, today you'd you would have liked to see 
someone up with Cook, whether it be Maynard or or Reed, because um, you know we was actually getting a bit of service up there. Like I said, it was more that final quality in the end to to get on the end, which I don't think is it's not a criticism to Cook because he was more you know playing that sort of um, you know link play. You kind of just a bit like the sort of Greeny and Reedy sort of. Uh, uh, partnership you, you kind of want that you know the, the, a cook and a Maynard or a cook and a Reed that could have worked today uh, but you know uh, we saw glimpses of it in the second half with Reed and Maynard linking up there there was a couple of moments where they looked really you know really good um, I expect that on Tuesday night against Barrow that as a game that you'd like to see us really go for it for a bit more you, you got to sort of look at it again in isolation we have just gone away to, uh, well, at the start of the day, they were third in the league in good form. And Cheltenham, we you know, we very rarely get a result there. So, again, look at it, looking at it in isolation, um, you can understand why we might have gone a little bit defensively based on the fact that confidence is low and, and, and theirs would have been high. Yeah, it was uh, it was an interesting tactical one today as well because, obviously, uh, as we found out before the game cam, you know, Mal Benning's obviously ha- having to isolate at the moment due to a positive uh, COVID test. Corey O'Keefe, it turns out, has been in close enough proximity to uh, deem the doc to say that he's got to uh, self-isolate. So we were missing um, two of our uh, two of our fullbacks, if you like. So we had to sort of change the system up a, a little bit again. But I didn't feel actually that it it it, it sort of uh, impacted on us. Uh, that much actually, it sort of made Sweeney think a little bit more about uh, the way he was going to distribute the ball because we know his usual game is to to ping it to O'Keefe. That's the instruction uh, this year. We created some good chances. We we sort of took the game to them the first half, but that clinical touch is what we're absolutely crying out for. But the the problem is we can talk about it in isolation in isolation for a, as much as we physically want. But the longer it goes on without a win, the longer it goes on without scoring goals, the more and more we're going to get dragged into this this bottom of the table fight, and it's just not going to, you know, be the season we all hoped it would be. Yeah, and when you bring someone in like Jamie Reid to give him a a chance at the football league or a second chance at the football league, you he needs to be starting games actually, giving the chance to to prove why he's here, why he's here, and. I thought that when he did come on, he did actually link up well. I think it probably does deserve maybe a start on Tuesday night, link up with maybe Andy Cook or Nicky Maynard, whichever. I thought Maynard was uh, a little bit sharper than he has been recently. Going forward, actually creating chances and actually running at defenders rather than just trying to play pass it around all the time. But yeah, the, the pressure really is starting to mount and I think... Although it is a good result today, considering where Cheltenham are and and the the, the form going into the game, uh, it, it's still another game without a win, and pressure is really starting to mount. And is it now the time to change it? Does David Sharp bite the bullet uh, and get rid of Cochrane, or do the Radfords make that decision? I don't know whose decision that is. Whose whose opinion comes first? Yeah, it's certainly an interesting one which we need to uh, to keep our eye on and sort of uh, see how long uh, that would be. I'm going to come back to uh, a few more of your comments now which might sort of uh, highlight that importance a little bit. Uh, balanced couple of comments here. Matt says, I thought that was a better performance. Nathan, it, it was a better performance, wasn't it, than, than, than where we've been? Yeah, I mean, if we just managed to get a, 
get a one nil victory, you know, we would have come away feeling a hell of a lot better. I mean, it still would have been only one win in, in eight, which obviously still isn't great, but it would have been a start, you know, we would have had a bit of a uh, bit of hope, the fact that we've put in a better performance. Uh, but as I, as I was, um, you know, watching the match, it's kind of just thinking, yes, we want a better performance, but we just, we really, really need a win. So in some ways it's kind of the, the result at the moment is probably more important than the performance. And as, as daft as that sounds, normally you want a good performance more than, you know, um, over anything, but, just because we haven't had that win yet, we're desperate for it. And it's getting longer and longer and the pressure is just going to keep going up and up. Yeah, it certainly is. It's going to keep uh, ramping up. Um, and Clive says, if we play like that for the rest of the season, we definitely won't get relegated. Uh, I don't think we'd climb the table though either, Clive, as uh, Joe highlights this. Uh, a win ratio of just 14%. Uh, Paul's obviously been on the uh, the juice this afternoon. He says, uh, give Cam the job. No. Um <laughs> I'll take it. No. Um, uh, Roger says, at least they didn't lose. A big question mark in scoring goals. Is this the benchmark for the season if nothing changes? Uh, Danny says, if no win after 10, get him gone. Paul Cook and Cluffy are free. Uh, also, someone else threw into the mix uh, earlier on as well. Lee Johnson, uh, the ex-Bristol uh, uh, City uh, manager as well. I believe he's without a club at the moment, although uh, I don't think he I dropped down to, to League Two. Manager. You want eighth? <laughs> I said I'll pass on managers from the Bristol area, thank you. Yeah, absolutely. I think we've uh, once bitten, twice shy uh, on uh, that one. Uh, Jamie says, uh, Graham Cochran said before the game, we are down to the bare bones. How? Again, yeah, that was an interesting comment made uh, from, from Graham Cochran, wasn't it, Cam, that we, we're sort of down to the bare bones. But I, I, I don't necessarily think we are. I think if, if he was willing to, you know, uh, almost tweak his formation a little bit more, we'd, uh, we, might, we might be getting somewhere. Yeah, and you could see that we had obviously made changes from Tuesday night. Yes, it was pretty much the same. Like the bulk of the team was is very much the same, but we've set up in a very different way, actually getting the ball forward a bit more rather than just lumping it forward. And I thought um, George Lapsley was fantastic. Harry Charsley, George Maris, all, all very much getting involved in the game. And then Stephen McLaughlin getting up the wing. The only disappointment, I think, for the game for me is obviously not scoring, but also uh, Kellen Gordon not quite pushing up as high as he did because obviously, well, that's where the goal came from on Tuesday, um, getting in the right positions. And I just think that was something that was lacking today. I think that's something that could have been dangerous, obviously. Uh, Andy Cook, a, a, a very big threat when the ball is played into the box, as well as um, Chargely, Maris and Lapsley actually getting into the box as well. But, Overall, it wasn't a bad performance defensively. Uh, a little, uh, quite a bit better. A few shaky moments, but we get them in the games. And Marek Steck was fantastic. And I just think, uh, as an all-round performance, it was better than Tuesday. And I think it's just it's improved week on week. We just need to get the end result now. Yeah, Nathan says he was getting his excuses in early into talking about uh, the, uh, uh, the the squad being uh, being sort of uh, bare bare thread thread bare. That's the word uh, which I was looking for. Um, uh, Roger says uh, at least didn't lose. Yeah, I've I always lose where I am with the comments. Uh, I had that one as well. Um, 
Jamie says, just remember how many draws Evans had and we still made at the top of the table. Yeah, that's because we were scoring goals and able to, to win games. We certainly don't seem to have that zip about us at the moment. Ryan says Maynard should be starting. Um, interesting comment in, as well in the commentary, I'm going to have to pull up, uh, that they said, you know, Maynard's getting, not getting his chances to, to start and impress this season. Well, you know, prior to Tuesday night, he'd started the last three or four games. So I don't know where uh, that one had come from. That was uh, an interesting one, a bit a bit frustrating. But, uh, you know, if you're not scoring, you're not taking your chances. You've got to look at the way we are. And I felt Andy Cook did very, very well for us uh, today. Again, like I mentioned earlier, with the two playing uh, up alongside him. Uh, Paul says, the Radfords have been very quiet on results. Would like to hear something from them sooner rather than later. Or like Cam said, it's going to be down uh, to David Sharp. Uh, Jamie asks, was Cluffy in the stands during the week and is he in line for the manager's job? Now, again, I have no idea if he was in the stands or not. I will take the word from people who were actually in the stadium, the very few that are allowed, like the media team and uh, the photographers, etc., etc. And my guess would be uh, that no, he wasn't. So... Um so Apparently, Clough was on um, Sky Sports Update that very night. So unless he's got a, a double, uh, I don't think he was at the ground. Well, there you go. I think that pretty much highlights it. Thank you very much, Nathan Edge, uh, the voice of reason as always. Uh, obviously, uh, let's talk uh, about uh, chances, Cam. Uh, late on, uh, we had that absolutely golden opportunity um, with, with Faz Rawson. And why, or why did he swing at air and not the ball? Uh, of all the people, you'd want it to fall to. But from there, you should be sticking it away no matter what position you're playing in. Free shot, 12 yards. Just hit it anywhere anywhere except at the goalkeeper and it's, and it's going to go in. And Although Cheltenham did come at us in the second half a little bit more, overall, I thought that we did deserve that goal. Uh, just for the the sheer effort and I thought we were unlucky not to not to to get there in the end but so so disappointing if it falls to anyone else that it's, it's it's in the back of the net but just that split second of calmness and composure and he just fluffs it completely it's he must be absolutely devastated because it, it would have won the game but um keep his head up don't let it get to him and just <sighs> What's he doing there anyway? What's the centre back doing that far forward? Yeah, you got to get up. You got to get yourself up for the corner, haven't you? You got to got to have, have a go. I'll say we, they look dangerous on the break. So you'd have thought, right, defence, get back as quickly as possible. But we just it shows that how dangerous we can actually be from a second ball, and we're we're up there with cre- uh, chances created in the league, and it's just finishing off that we're having issues, but. It's chances like that we need to be taking at this present moment. When we just can't find a goal, when we can't find a win, it's them sort of moments that do define a game. Clive says, I don't agree with the Maynard must start clamour. He's not the player we all want him to be. Joe says, Maynard scores goal cl- does score goals, Clive. Ten minutes isn't enough time. It's not enough time, but also, at the end of the day, um, do, you have to question... Does he fit into the this, this system that we're trying to play to, uh, alongside Cook? Will it work alongside Cook? No. And I'd if I if I had a gun to my head and and was being asked who would I rather have start up top for us? Who can be more effective in a game in, in terms of creating chances? For me, Nath, it would be Andy Cook. Well, yes. Uh, at, at the moment, I think Andy Cook out of all your strikers, he's the uh, the first one you'd put in the the team sheet, and I'd. 
I can't believe I'm saying that because I was, I've been quite critical over him, I think, probably over the summer. And I actually expected him to leave. So, um, you know, I, I credit to him. He's come back a very different player and he, and he was decent last year. So uh, credit to him. He, he deserves to be starting. Uh, but, you know, the, the, on the Nicky Maynard situation, uh, I kind of get both ends of the arguments. I think um, he... Uh, the last few games, he hasn't been as influential as, as we would like, but then he hasn't had the service. So there's an issue there. I think um, he needed, obviously, he had been playing with Reed. I think he, I would have liked, I don't think we've seen enough of Cook and Maynard together, really. No. Uh, this new team. So I, for one, on, on at least Tuesday night, like to see that just to see if it can work because um, I, I, I think it might. Uh, I think we could have done with that today. So. That would be the move I'd make, but if that wasn't the case, if it wasn't Maynard, then at least Reed. I just want to see somebody up there to support Cook and um, and give Maynard a bit more uh, than ten minutes in the in the second half. We've got a massive opportunity, Cam, on Tuesday night, haven't we, to to really work on our attacking game? Because you, you've got to say, perhaps the last two games we've worked hard defensively. We've we've changed shape a little bit. Uh, we've found a little bit more um, st- stability. In there, we've defended quite well. All right, we concede a, a, a relatively sloppy goal on Tuesday, or be that uh, what two minutes into the game. But again, today I felt against a good attacking um, Cheltenham side, who you know have have done very very well this scores this season. They've scored 12, 12 goals. They're sort of up there in, in the top three. You know, they're on a bit of a wave from last season. We defended very very well against them, so we've sorted that out. Barrow are a team who, like ourselves, are really really struggling to to find the feet. We've got a f- real opportunity, haven't we, on, on Tuesday night, Cam, to hit the ground running, to work on that attacking game, to get the most out of Maris, Charlesley, Lapsley, Cook, Maynard, and, and really take the game to them. Failure to do that will be a completely different conversation after the game on Tuesday. Yeah, and it's it's a perfect chance to actually go out and, and actually get a win. You look at Barrow's form, it's... it's pr- near enough the same as ours they've in the last five games it's exactly the same as ours they've not won a game this season uh drawn the same lost the same same amount of points so they've just scored a few more (laughs) yeah they've scored a few more than we have um but it's still it's still a game that we should hopefully go and win with the players that we've got it should be a game that we do win but it all depends on how the team set up. I think if we play the same team Tuesday night that played today, I think we will actually go and get a result because I don't think... I thought Cheltenham were very good defensively and I think that's probably what um, what, what kept us at bay the most because our, our build-up play was good. It was just finding that final ball through or that, getting that shot away, but... They were very quick at closing us down, and I just think Barrow, it'll be a different threat. It'll be very physical, but it's still that um, that golfing class between players because a lot of their players are still from from what they've brought up from the conference. So players like uh, Nicky Maynard uh, and 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 Andy Cook should hopefully hopefully have a field day with them. But you see, uh, this is not- this is go on, Nate. Sorry, go on. Would you, would you not say Tuesday night is a must-win game? I mean, we said it. A lot of people were saying it for the Stevenage game. And we're a few games on from that now. Still haven't won. Or progressed. Uh, 
you know, and and we're getting close to nearly you know nearly ten games. Um, this would you not say this this is really a must-win game? We've really got to go out and uh, and attack this one because I think uh, certainly playing for a draw, being at home against the team that are down there, that would surely not be acceptable. Absolutely, and That's this is this is this is why I was going to say I actually disagree with with Cam slightly. Cam, you you said about um, you know keeping the, the the same team in the same shape I, I completely disagree on that for me I think we're at home um, we've got to be on the front foot a little bit more we've got to get more out of our creative players I don't think we should be playing a back three I think we should go back to the the back four that we had at, against um, against Morecambe on Tuesday night I think we need to, to give Jamie Reid a start perhaps alongside Andy Cook have a little bit of pace up there Really decide who we're going to play alongside um, Lapsley, whether it's going to be Charlesley or Maris. Um, we, we need to get at them. We need to go at them a little bit. Yes, the issue we've got is that we, we're very short on the left-hand side at the moment because obviously, you know, Mal Belling's having to self-isolate because of the positive COVID test. We can't play Corey O'Keefe there for the same reason. So we've only really got Stephen McLaughlin who... It's a lot to ask uh, of him at the minute, perhaps, to, to play those games. I think we, we maybe need to look at taking Perch out on Tuesday night and just going, maybe going for a flat 4-4-2, play Maris down the left-hand side or Charlesy down the left-hand side. They can both play there and really give it a go because I think, like Nathan said, Cam, failure to win on Tuesday night asks even more questions and I think anything less than a, a good, solid win on Tuesday night has to be the end of this particular era, or dare I say, error. Yeah, it's, it really is a must-win game. Uh, we've got the attacking prowess, so we just need to use it. And I think it, it's... Who who do you then drop out of the team? Because Perch. they've all like... Perch. Easily, easily perched. He's a defend, defensive player. He's, he's not got the legs for us, in, in my opinion. I think he's a, a cracking player, don't get me wrong, but I think to ask him to play as many games as he has done in, in, this, success, in this quick succession, I can't get my words out, um, is asking a lot of him. And I think we don't need defensive-minded players. I think um, you've got players like Harry Charlesley and George Lapsley who can sit a little bit deeper and sort of break up play. And when you've got Cook who drops back like he, he, he did do a little bit today, I don't see the need for James Perch. Maybe bring him on and, and see the game out, yes, but I don't see the need for him to start. I think I'd rather see him replaced by uh, a Sinclair or a Reed, probably Reed to be fair, or, or even Maynard, and really, really give it a go. If we play Perch, it just it screams to me that we're, set, we're setting up for a draw again. I think we need to be a little bit more proactive uh, than Perch on and on Tuesday. And that's not a negative towards him either. That's just saying I want us to be a bit more proactive and I don't think that's his side of uh, the game. Yeah, I agree. But it's just, I mean, I guess it's down to what what Graham thinks and who, who deserves a place. And we know that he probably will keep the same squad. But... Um, yeah, it's definitely a game we've got to go and grab by the scruff of the neck and, and really take it to Barrow. It's it, playing at our places. It's obviously it's not the same as having fans in, but we really need to start pulling these performances out because otherwise fans aren't going to keep watching, aren't going to keep paying, and and then the the club as a as a whole starts to struggle because we've not got the finances, which then. I think the the the, the players are quite fortunate. There's no uh, crowd there at the minute because I. I don't think it'd be a very um, a very pleasant. We've seen how it can be last season, so 
in some ways, I think it's actually, like, I think I said it a couple of weeks ago, it's actually probably a bit of a blessing that they haven't got a crowd there at, at home because we all know how things, quickly things can turn, especially in this, you know, the way we are at the moment. So um, hopefully that'll play in our favour a little bit at the moment. Yeah, that's certainly a question which has been asked in the comments as well. I'm going to run through a few more of them now. They're absolutely flooding and do keep them coming in, guys, and have your say uh, on your team following that goalless draw today. Um, Simon says, might play like this away from home now. He's sorted the defence out, but needs to change it at home and we need goals. Uh, Roger says, got to start with Maynard every game if fit. He will come good eventually and has proven goal scoring uh, last season, though not massively uh, last season. Um, and Roger says and Cook to start also Joe says who re-signed Maynard then Radford or the gaffer Jamie says I'd like to see us a 4-4-2 on Tuesday and let's go and get some goals um, Clive says I've predicted 0-0 for every game so far this season we will score on Tuesday 3-0 win uh, and this is where the question on the ca- the uh, the crowds come come from Danny says serious question does anyone think being this bad and low on confidence has anything to do with playing without fans uh, in the stadium maybe it's just treating games like practice matches. I mean, personally, I'm on the fence a little bit because when we play badly, especially at home, it becomes very toxic very, very quickly. Um, So in some respects, with the start that we've had, not having fans there has probably helped relieve a little bit of pressure. But on the flip side of that, um, I think perhaps it does become a mindset a little bit of it's just another practice match it's just a little bit of a friendly but then on top of that Nath you know the more you go into it I don't know about you guys at home but I'm certainly now starting to get more into that routine of not getting up on a on a Saturday morning getting in my car and driving to your Cheltenham's to your Morecambe's etc and it just becomes that routine of, of watching at home and it has become the new normal so if it's become the new normal uh, for us then surely it has for the players yes fans have a have an impact but but maybe on, on the flip side we, we perhaps do need the fans in now to, to to lift the players because again you look at today prime example we're attacking what is the usually the away end at Cheltenham in the last minute we get that corner you know a bit more noise and we might have a little bit more of a spring in our step just my opinion oh 100%, um, yeah I agree um, so I think we, uh, Cheltenham's one of them it's not it's not the the hardest place to get to uh, as a Stags fan. We'll, we'll take two, two, three hundred usually, and you've seen we've seen multiple times on different away days what having a following can do, and it just gives that it galvanises the player a little bit more. Thank you. Caught you off guard. No, you didn't. I was um, ready and primed. I knew you were going to say that. Load of rubbish. <laughs> um, just people can't see you. That's all you said. Um, but it it really does get to the players, and it, it it gives them that that not that bit of energy, but just that that little bit more going forward, and especially with the chances that we had uh, late on in the second half, Reed, Bowery, Faz. It's just that if if that atmosphere is a little bit more, then the players are like, come on, let's keep going, keep going, keep going, and and not not let the game peter out as as quickly as it did i'm going to ask for a one word answer from uh, from the pair of you now a comment in from wayne he says if we don't win tuesday night do you think cochlan will be will be or should be set let's go with will be first and foremost can one word answer yes nathan no uh and should be nathan i'll start with you this time we'll go the opposite way around yes 
Cam. Yes. Uh, I will go with, uh, if, if you made any sense of that, well done. Um, I will go with, uh, if we don't win on Tuesday night, do you think Cochrane will be sacked? Um, no, I think he'll have probably another three games, maybe four maximum on top. Uh, should be. Uh, yes, is my answer. So there you go. Uh, keep your comments and questions coming in, although we've gone massively over our half an hour that we usually have. But who cares? It's all about Mansfield and talking about football. What right else? Then. What else could we do on a Saturday night? Go on then. Don't bring up the and don't bring up the news. We'll do that right at the end, just in case that's what no, you're going to no, do. That's okay. Fine. Right. So we've got obviously got quite a few games coming up over the next few weeks. Plus, FA Cup draw. That's Monday night. Yes. Do you think that if we drew a non-league team, hopefully, and actually got a decent result, do you think that might be the confidence that we'd need to turn our season around? Possibly. Because there's, some, there's been some decent shocks today in in the court, like teams that you've never heard of. Uh, Cray Valley Paper Mills beat Maidenhead in the last minute. And it's what, just... Cray Valley? Up the Cray Valley, up the Paper Mills, up the Millers. No oh, idea. No idea. Chesterfield won in on penalties against Stockport, but uh, is is obviously last season it, the FA Cup definitely hindered us more than more than anything because uh, obviously we were going through a rough time playing, fluking his way past Chorley and then um, and then uh, bottling it against and then Shrewsbury was terrible. But do you think that's enough? Uh, if we got a decent result, would it would 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 it turn our season around? Maybe. Well, again, it would depend on what we do before that, because I think We've got three the, games before that. Yeah, there's very much two a chance. Games? There's very much a chance that if we don't improve and get at least two or two or three, let's say it's three games, if and we've got a cup game against Scunthorpe, which we're already out of anyway. So let's say let's say. Um, let's have a little look what we got uh, FA Cup weekend uh, probably the second weekend of November isn't it so I, I would say we've Seven. yeah so we, yeah, we, we've, got, we've got we've got four three games, games three league games four in, if you include the uh, the trophy which we're all at, already out of. if we don't get three wins no two two wins and a draw out of those three games I think we'll be without a manager in that FA Cup weekend anyway which would render it irrelevant the, fact, the, the, the issue with, with FA Cups for me is I love uh, if we got a non-league team and it's the same for any other so say any other league say League 2 team against a non-league team those at the bottom I always fear for I always feel like yep. there's ever going to be an upset to that team that's not in form because that's what always happens it's always that team that's out of form in the league like up against a non-league team that end up getting um, you know, end up getting beat and I, I it, it I actually, it'd be the last thing I want at the moment. If we're in the same form we are now, it'd be the last thing I want because I think I'd be quite worried uh, that we'd uh, just be embarrassed. So, um, and I think that would also sort of reflect on the players. So, for me, if we haven't picked up a bit of form by then, I'd rather have a League One side. So, we have to try and lift our own game and hopefully just put in a decent performance and, and come out with a bit of confidence that way rather than be. Uh, you know, worrying against a non-league side. That's sort of the way I'd sort of see that. Jamie says if we don't win on Tuesday, he needs to go. Uh, Roger says, hope I'm wrong, but I think the Stags will not win against Barrow. Draw at best. Uh, Laura says, I'm going to bet on Stags to draw on Tuesday so it doesn't so it doesn't happen. Uh, Gary says, I know we're all frustrated, but pain, uh, but painful as it is sacking managers before Christmas is not 
is not going to work. Patience for the time being after two good points away from home. Um, again, it's. I think com- if you compare this to, to last season slightly, you know, at least we were putting in better performances more consistently. We were higher up in the table. The real danger is the longer this goes on, the more and more closer we get dragged to towards um, the bottom of the table. And I think that's the, the issue which the Radfords and, and certainly David Sharp will be keeping one hell of an eye on. Um, uh, Jamie says, uh, if we sack him, who do you put in Cochrane's place? Uh, we've spoken about that far too, too much. And we'll talk about that uh, if and possibly when uh, that happens. Uh, Roger says, I give Graham Cochrane 15 games to change it around. Surely changing it is now is too early. Well, add 15 games onto where we are now, and that's probably January. The, the problem is, is I'd, I'd agree normally with giving more games, but if you don't win, how you can't go 15 games without a win, can you? Because that is unbelievable. So, well, he's calling he's I, potentially calling for 15. Sorry, he's potentially calling for 15 games on top of where we are now. We've already played eight. <laughs> uh, yeah, I mean that that'd be a very uh, very generous from uh, if if the if the Radfords and, and Sharp or the board whoever is making the decision if they they gave him that long, especially if we don't get any wins on the board, that would be uh, incredibly uh, generous on their part. Um, but you know, I, I get the argument about giving them time, but it's the fact that we haven't won a game, and that's uh, you know that's very very concerning. Absolutely very concerned. You would have thought that we'd get at least one win in eight. And we, sh- and we should have had wins as well. And, and that's the, the concerning thing. It's not the fact that, we, you know, that we're not winning. It's the fact that we, we should have had wins. We've been in winning positions a, a number of times and absolutely thrown it away, which is uh, the real, real problem. Uh, Clive says the danger of being this far down in the table is if the season is forced to close we might be caught with uh, with the tide out. Absolutely uh, spot on as well. You have to take into consideration the COVID world uh, as well. Um, Danny says, please, two good points in the last two games. Doesn't make up for it. He's had 25 games with four wins. It's shocking again. A lot of people uh, put maybe not looking at that at the moment uh, as well. But you, you have to factor that in um, as well. I, I completely agree um, with that. Um Stephen says, must win Tuesday, 4-4-2, natural left footers on the left, right footers on the right, simple, get them, uh, get at them uh, from the off, take the chances and win, if not, goodbye, Graham Coughlin, um, and uh, to finish off with, in terms of your guys' comments at home today as well, uh, David says, win, lose or draw, I'll keep paying, when the fans go back, so will I, I echo uh, the statements of that man, get your votes in now for man of the match, and um, as uh, as uh, Nathan and Cam start to think about their choices for Man of the Match as well. Before we uh, go into it um, uh, as a whole, if you could pick uh, just uh, one positive um, from today's game uh, that that was sort of on the, the right path towards, what would your positive be, Nathan Edge? Um, I was going to say the clean sheet, but I think more of a positive for me today was... Um, the first half, the fact that we, you know, we 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 were better on the ball, we were better going forward, just missed that little bit of quality. But there was so much improvement compared to the last few weeks. Cam, what about you? What what uh, what positive would you take out of today's result? Uh, solidified. Caught you off guard again. No, you did uh, not. Definitely <laughs> did. Um, uh, yeah, just what? at the back, looking. I've in, uh, in any top 50 in here. 
<laughs> ah, you thought I was going to be behind that time, didn't you? Eh? Yeah, no chance. Uh, um, but yeah, just uh, a lot, a lot sturdier at the back, looking more comfortable on the ball when we have got the ball at the feet of the defenders. Not, not panicking, not rushing. There were a few. There was one moment where I think Sweeney and Faz collided slightly, but it, 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 things happen like that. But overall, much better defensively. Uh, a great save by Steck again, clearance off the line by by Harry Charlesley, all just digging digging in when you need it, and it just overall looked looked a lot better defensively. Absolutely, uh, Danny says we have to keep paying ten pounds for I follow. It's all the club has coming in, and we owe the Radford so much. Win, lose or draw. I'll watch. I echo that statement. Uh, absolutely right. Then, whilst you two have a little think about your uh, man of the match, I'm going to put you on mute for a second. Let's have a little look at the scores around Skybet League Two today and where that goalless draw leaves the Stags in the league table. Exeter City were victorious at home to Scunthorpe United, who are in a horrible run of form at the moment. They've slipped into the relegation zone. They uh, were beaten 3-1 by, uh, by Exeter. Opponents on Tuesday night, Barrow drew 2-2 at home to Warsaw. They're yet to win uh, this season, as are we. Uh, Bradford were beaten 3-0 at home to Newport County, whilst Bolton and Cambridge played out a one-all draw at Cambridge. Colchester beat Harrogate by two goals to one, whilst Grimsby and Carlisle played out a one-all draw. Tuesday night's uh, opponents, Morecambe, last Tuesday, of course, they were beaten 2-1 at home to Forest Green Rovers. Same scoreline between Oldham and Port Vale. Salford City, under the leadership of Paul Scholes, temporarily, whilst they try and get the Cowleys, or Roy Keane, drew one-all with Crawley. While Stevenage were beaten 2-0 at home to Leighton Orient, Tramia Rovers in the other game of uh, Skybet League 2 today uh, beat Southend United 2-0 uh, as well. They're struggling at the moment. In terms of the league table, leading the way at the top, Newport have leapfrogged back to first place ahead of Cambridge in second on, on uh, 17 points of Cambridge, Newport 19. Uh, Cheltenham, today's opponent, that's uh, today's opponents, they are in third. Forest Green, Exeter, Harrogate and Carlisle all occupy the playoffs for the Stags. Well, we're in 21st position, one of three teams yet to win this season. The other being Southend United, who are rock bottom on just two points. Scunthorpe in 23rd. Uh, on four points. The other team not to win so far this season are Barrow. They're in 19th uh, place this season, uh, having scored nine but conceded 12. Goal difference of minus three. They're on the same points as us on five, but have a better goal difference. And of course, it's the Clash of the Titans with them on Tuesday as they come to the one core stadium. The Stags in 21st, as I say, a goalless draw today against third place Cheltenham. Time now then to get the uh, thoughts of Cam Felton and Nathan Edge on a Man of the Match vote. As always, we'll look to you guys in the comments if it's a tie. First and foremost, uh, let's uh, just give me a number. Um, how many people are in contention for your Man of the Match today? I'll start with Cam. Uh, two. 
Nathan Edge, any advances on two? It's like an auction. No, I'm going to go for two as well. Okay, I think I will probably go for two as well. So, you guys at home, you could have the casting vote. Nathan, I'm going to come to you. Uh, who are your choices uh, for today's Mansfield Matters Man of the Match? Um, so, the two I'm going to go with... I mean, it's quite tough this week. So I don't think there's anybody that really stood out. I don't think there was anybody head and shoulders above like there has been previously. Um, but I thought the midfield did well today. Harry Charlesley and George Lapsley are the two that I think uh, they just got involved a lot. Like I said, they didn't necessarily do anything outstanding for me. They just they did their job, got involved, tried to link up play as best they could, uh, showed for the ball, uh, and just tried to create when they was on it. So um, they are the two for me. And if you are going to split the two and choose your one, as we always do, uh, who are you going to put in pole position? Ah, tough one, but uh, he missed out on it a couple of weeks uh, last week, so I'm going to go for Lapsley. Okay, Cam Felton, who are your two? Are we on the same two? No, I'd have said George Maris and Andy Cook. I thought Maris was fantastic going forward, linking the play up, um, getting in good positions in front of goal. Uh, I know he scuffed an effort in the first half, but really did link up the player well uh, and then Andy Cook dropping deep really helping helping the midfield out actually getting the ball down playing it on the floor very unlucky not to get a goal today but um, all round he just had a good performance the only thing literally missing from Cook's game today was was a goal I thought he did he did very well uh, to split the two I'd probably say Cook I just think his all round play was a little bit better, just be more being able to get forward, linking the play up, actually uh, cre- creating chances as well. So, yeah, I'd say Andy Cook. Oh, now you see, I have three, um, one of which neither of you have mentioned. The other two, one has mentioned each. Um, first and foremost, I will quickly discount my third choice, um, but, I, but I think he deserves a mention because... Uh, a week or so ago, he came in for some absolute flack, um, and rightly so as well. I thought Marek Steck was excellent today. He made an absolutely cracking save uh, to keep it down at, at 0-0, and he made a good save on Tuesday night as well, which we sort of glossed over a little bit. Um, but I think I'm going to go for... Um, so I, I think, yeah, he deserves a, a bit of credit, but I'll discount him from the, from the race just to make it fair. Uh, the one I'm going to pick from Cam is the obvious choice, which is going to be Andy Cook. Um, always uh, have Andy Cook in there. Like Cam said, I thought he uh, ran very well. He was unlucky not to score. Um, there was a, a moment, particularly in the first half, when we were sort of under the cosh for a little bit. He chased and harried, dropped a little bit deeper into midfield, won the ball back, and then we had a good four or five minute spell of possession where we had a a plethora uh, of chances in there which um, his running really helped sort of box uh, Cheltenham in and sort of create those chances um, I agree with um, the suggestion of Maris but he's not the one that I'm going to choose um, the other one for me was uh, was Harry Charlesley uh, I didn't feel like Lapsley affected the game as much as um, uh, as much as he um, uh, he could uh, but I think um, I think sort of Charlesley sort of 
played very, very well. I know he got it midweek for his goal and his running back. I felt his running was very good. Got up and supported Cook, got into some good areas, supported Kellen Gordon as well in, in the wide areas and really sort of gave us that attacking outlet. All that was missing from his game maybe was that uh, clinical touch. So uh, they're my two um, of uh, Cook and Charlesley. Um, if I had to put uh, the nail on the head... I think I would choose Charlesley over the two, purely based on what you guys are saying in the comments as well. Um, Clive and Jamie have both voted for Charlesley. So with that, I think it's fair to say, Nathan Edge, that Harry Charlesley takes uh, today's uh, Mansfield Matters uh, Man of the Match. Yeah, I'd, I'd agree with that one. I felt I just felt bad for Laps because he didn't get it the other week, so that yellow, second yellow. But um, like a, for me, there, there wasn't necessarily one outstanding player. There was a few that were in contention that, that all did okay, or well, probably good, but um, I'd, I'd probably I'd have to agree. Absolutely. Uh, well, that's pretty much it for talking about the game. However, we are going to finish on some 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 brilliant news um, this week. Uh, first and foremost, though, uh, Nathan, I've got a bit of a present for you. Um, obviously, you can't see, which is um, which is going to be hard for you as a, as. Uh, for the for the life change which is going to have but so I thought what I'd best do is I, I'd best prepare you for the life which you've got ahead now obviously you know we are separate so I, I can't make it a thing which you can smell because if it was then obviously I, I would get some excrement and let you let you smell that uh, but what I'll do instead is I'll play this Yes, this is the sound which Nathan Edge is going to have to endure in about eight or nine months' time because we are delighted to say that Nathan and his partner Emma are expecting the third Mansfield Matters baby. Nathan, congratulations. I'm absolutely buzzing for you. How pleased are you that um, you, you're finally able to, to let the cat out of the bag? Because we've known for it for some while um, and we've sort of been dropping hints a little bit and, and winding you up sort of in the group chat. How pleased are you to get it off your chest and has it sunk in yet? Because I watched your vlog earlier and uh, I, I, you just had bewilderment on your face for about two weeks. <laughs> my, uh, my reaction probably wasn't the greatest, was it, at the time? I, I think it was more... Jesus Christ! <laughs> anything. Uh, you've got way too much time on your hands here, Craig. I've got to say, and uh, and you say I'm not used to that that noise. So it's, that is that noise I give out every 5 p.m. on a Saturday. So it's nothing new to me. To yeah, be good point. Uh, Emma's used to that. Uh, whenever I whenever I come home. So uh, from the match. So um, no, it, it's good to, um, to to be able to share the news with everyone. Obviously, we've uh, we've known for for a long time. I let you guys in on the secret earlier as. Uh, as, as friends ish, if you know, whatever, friends, whatever we right. are. Ooh, for, just for the ish. Hang on, hang on. So, if we stop playing that, it's making me, uh, it's making me scared. Um, <laughs> no, it's uh, obviously uh, just incredible news, and it's nice to, to share with everyone. And that, that I can't, I'm blown away with the messages actually, the, the amount of comments and messages and. Uh, and and well wishes um, have just been unbelievable. So uh, I know a few of you are watching tonight that I've messaged so and, and put in the comments. So thank you know thank you for that. We uh, you know, we we really do appreciate it. And uh, I can't believe you two predicted it. Kind of yeah. Uh, which I, I saved it right to the end of the vlog because I thought what a great way to end. 
Um, so, uh, and I thought you at least I've got to make you two watch it all then to see it. So uh, that's also part of the thinking. But, yeah, there um, was a moment where I said to my missus, "I don't think we've made the cut," which I was fuming about, to be fair. And then, there, <laughs> the, lo and behold, there we were. Yeah, right. Made the best till last. Absolutely, Cam. You you spot on there. Now, Nathan, I've got to ask. Obviously, you know, if it's a girl, we we know it's going to be called Amber because that you know it's it's the only sort of name now. Danny Rose has gone. Now now he's gone, um, which you know is is slightly related to to Stag. So we know if it's a girl, it's going to be called Amber. If it's a boy, um, obviously, you know, it's either going to be called Craig or Cam. So which one are you going to go for? Well, it's not going to be Graham. I'm, I'm thinking Dave, you know, that's a great name. It needs to come back. But, but, you know, Dave needs to come back, doesn't it? That's where I'm going with that. I think uh, Emma might have uh, something else to say on that, to be fair. But, uh, Do you think no, we have a few Stag- names in the pipeline. One, there might be some in the current Stags lineup. Who knows? R- Rolling. <laughs> you could just hear Emma in the background there shouting no. <laughs> yeah, said no. <laughs> um, maybe Sam. Sammy? Sam? See, see, Sammy's quite neutral. Sammy can be boy or girl. So I think we've yeah. nailed this for him. This is this is great <laughs> friendship. We've sorted this. Uh, Emma, what do you think about what do you think about Sammy? <laughs> I don't know if you can hear her, but the answer was no. The answer, right? She needs to. That girl needs to sort her, her priorities out. Uh, I'm sorry to to break it to you and everyone at home, but um, you you. The only way you're going to find out the name is by subscribing to Nathan and Emma on YouTube. You know, that's, that's cheap. That's there. a cheap plug. I've turned the crying video off. I know I'm disgusted. Uh, no, seriously, <laughs> mate, uh, and to Emma as well. Uh, congratulations. Lots of congratulations uh, uh, messages coming in. Danny says, what about Lawrence after Liam or Eisden? Eisden, <laughs> Eisden. I mean, I'm, 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 I'm sort of edging towards CJ, to be fair. Fair play, fair play. We'll, we'll, we no, will... not, not even Chris. Chris, Christopher Greenacre, come on. You're a hero. Yeah. That's a great Could shout. CJ, Chris Edge, would that, would that do? I think CJ could. I think CJ could work. I, I know you're not. You're not willing to to let that go. I mean, we will obviously follow the the journey. And we'll we'll find out, and no doubt, you know, Baby Edge will appear on the podcast. But seriously, mate, absolutely bud, buzzing for you, uh, for you and Emma. Obviously, I've known you for a number of years, and uh, for people that don't know, I met Nathan just after he fully lost his sight, and we started working together and bonded over our love for stags and. Uh, f- f- I personally think that we've got a good friendship. Nathan will disagree. Uh, but <laughs> we've certainly been through a few things over the years and I'm absolutely delighted for you, mate, to, uh, to, to see you sort of take the next step in your, uh, in your life. And uh, just remember, you know, you just remember, Cam, this is for you. you know, now, there's only me and you left now in the podcast crew that haven't fathered children. Um, and I'm determined it's not going to be me next. So, you know... I, I just say the batter, the, the the pressure is now on you. All right. <laughs> the baton's been added on. <laughs> the baton. <laughs> the baton has been passed on. It's a family show, lads. Family show. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> oh jeez. I mean, we do need a, a full team here, so I think between us. No. We, we, not uh, not could... a chance. Yeah, we... I'll, I'll maybe I'll, maybe. What about if it? What can we have like furry babies? Can I not just have Harry in there? No. We've already got Do Harry. I... I think to be to be fair to support the club, we're, we're all for supporting the club. We obviously we do have uh, uh, younger youth teams in uh, you know in action now, so it's only fair that we try and populate those teams with uh, with quality quality content and quality players. So uh, just put it out there if you can, uh, you know, do you part your part, guys. Me and Simon are playing, you know, doing our bit. So it's up to you two. Come on, crack on. 
Well, I'll, all I'll say, and I'll let you. Well, if you're at Unicam, you should be getting as much practicing as possible here. That's all oh, I'm saying. Uh, Man- this is this Manchester. is a family show. It's it's three. it's six o'clock on a Saturday night. I think we should probably leave it there. To be fair, absolutely not allowed to see anyone. Well, there you go. Well, that that doesn't stop people though, does it? Uh, in all seriousness, though, uh, congratulations to Nathan. Uh, we will see and speak to him again um, probably on Tuesday. What's your plans on Tuesday? Are you, are you putting yourself through the pain again, or are you uh, out to uh, cot shopping on on Tuesday night, Nathan? What's the plan? Uh- I'll be uh, I'll, <laughs> I'll be here um, I'll be here for the uh, cool down show. Don't worry if I'm awake. Cam, yeah, I'm in. Well, there you go. Nothing else to do. Well, there you go. Uh, we will catch up with the, the both of them on Tuesday, boys. Thanks as always uh, for joining us. We'll speak to you again uh, on Tuesday. To you guys at home, thank you very much uh, for watching and for listening uh, as always. Uh, but for now, that is it for today's show. Make sure you join us on Tuesday, 15 minutes ish after the full time whistle. Today, though, it was a goalless draw against Cheltenham, which the Stags played out. Yes, we're still looking for that elusive first victory, but it was a much improved performance on the ball, creating some chances. We just need to find that finishing touch. That has to happen on Tuesday against Barrow, who also haven't won yet this season. Failure to do so on Tuesday night... And I imagine it will be a very long podcast after the game. Find out what happens and join us on Tuesday, 15 minutes after the full-time whistle, as Mansfield Town welcome Barrow to the One Call Stadium. And we all remember what happened the last time they came to town. Has Johnny Radford got another car up for grabs? Wait and see. days are great but there's nothing quite like playing at home the same goes for mcdonald's maximize your home ground advantage with mcdelivery order now on the mcdonald's app at participating restaurants 18 plus serving times delivery fee and terms apply see mcdonald's.com mom deserves the best and there's no better place to shop for mother's day than whole foods market they're your destination for unbeatable savings from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. Talk sport. Powered by fans.